Artists of Truth, and welcome, welcome to another podcast. Ah, so let me let me start off. I want to start the podcast off on a very, very sensitive yet controversial type of um, topic. 
So, as you all may know, there's, you know, there's a lot of interracial dating, you know, dating relationships and whatnot. And me personally, I don't, I don't approve of it. You know, that's just my humble opinion. You know, everyone is entitled to do whatever the fuck they want to do. But me personally, I just feel, you know, I feel that if you are a black, you are a melanated man or a melanated woman and you are dating outside of your your ethnic group, you know. I feel personally there's there's a level of uh, there's a level of discrepancies going on there. And the reason, you know, I'm I'm about to play a video for for you all. As a matter of fact, let's get right into it. So I came across this Instagram post. Uh, stating blacks still think proximity to whiteness is valuable. So apparently it's a brother sitting in a vehicle with a Caucasian chick in this, you know, in the passenger seat. Now, I'm going to let you all listen, listen to this, uh, this conversation and you, hmm. Wow. <laughs> all I, you know, all I can say about that is it is just unbelievable. But I'm going to go ahead and play it for you all and you know, just uh let me know what you think about it. Here we go. How many calories they're burning to lose weight faster? But what if I told you when you do this, you're actually hurting yourself? Well, we don't give a good goddamn about uh, about that, my friend, because we're not on that. But uh, here we go. Here we go. In my experience and all the other white girls that I know, we don't think that getting attention from black guys gives you a status of some sort. If you get attention from the white guys, no, you, uh, you do have the status more than if you get attention from black guys. As a man, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. With that. Well, as a woman who gets attention yes. and who grew up in a white culture more than a black culture, yes. I'm going to tell you that getting attention from black guys is not a badge of honor if you're white. Okay. And I'm white. You are white. Yes. All right. Now this, this is my, what I'm talking about is not you're pure white. You're you're actually the real Caucasian. I'm talking about American white. Yeah, but I've experienced the culture. I know white. I've. It depends I'm so on the white. type of female. I'm so white. It yeah. depends on the type of female. A female like you, I don't think you would see it as a status. No, but I'm talking about people around me. Yeah, people who would hang. With yes. People. Yeah, but there's certain types of girls who you wouldn't hang around. Yeah, but getting, if a white girl gets attention from a white guy, that's more valuable in white culture than if she gets attention from a black guy. If she gets attention from a black guy, that's not a, that doesn't make you a better anything. Like that doesn't raise you in anybody's eyes. As a matter of Ooh. fact, in some people's eyes it does. As a matter of fact, it's it's a little bit of a like a 
oh, you know, she's basically not good enough for the white, so she's good for the black guys. That's how it's looked at in, with white people. If you grow up as a white girl, yes. and you Who? get... So, <clears throat> you heard... You heard this female's uh, statement. And this is... Look look here, y'all. Look here. I'm just going to keep it, <clears throat> keep it all the way funky with y'all. When people show you exactly who they are, believe them. Look, I'm not sitting up here having these conversations just to be having them. You know, I'm not. And what is so sad about what she's saying <clears throat> is, you know, what's so sad about what she's actually saying is she's 100%. She's being honest. She's being honest. There's not a black female that can speak from her perspective, just like there's not a white female that can speak from a black woman's perspective. She's telling you. In her predominantly white culture, that it it is much more valuable if she was to receive the attention from a Caucasian, you know, her Caucasian better half. Moreover, than it would be that of a melanated man. And the and, and the sad part about it is. This dude, whoever he is, um, whoever this dude is, <laughs> when I tell you his facial expressions was just like, you could tell his ego was being crushed each and every time he tried deflecting certain things that she was saying and she came right back and was like, no, I'm a white female. This is how we, you know, this is how we feel. This is how we, this is how we view whom we are. You know, this is how we view who's valuable and who's not. I don't know about you all. I don't. But if this dude is still having any sort of conversations with this woman, um, <laughs> ah, if if he's still having any dealings with this particular female at all, you have you have a self esteem issue, and trust and believe, you got some guys out here that really they have some self esteem issues. They really do. Because there's no way as many of <clears throat> as many of these melanated women that are out here. Now, true enough, I always talk about my melanated sisters and their ups and downs, you know, their their issues and everything. But regardless, I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade a melanated woman in for no other female on the face of this planet. If she's not melanated. If she's not melanated. I'm just not getting down with it. You know that's. That's just my preference. That's just my preference. I'm not getting down with it. 
Because if I get down with anyone else outside of my melanated women, that's that's a downgrade. That's not an upgrade. That's a that's a dramatic downgrade. So I get it. You, you know, <clears throat> there might be a few brothers out there who are dating Caucasian women. All right, cool. That's what you do. But I understand psychologically it's a low self-esteem issue, whether or not they want to admit it or not. The same thing applies for melanated sisters that love to get out here and swirl and 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 talk that talk about how great um, how great it is, how much greater their life is dealing, you know, swirling and getting with Ken and 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 Bob and, and whatnot. OK, cool. Once again, you have no value in self. That's just it. Ain't no ifs, ands, buts about it. You don't value yourself because if you value yourself, you value those who look like you. That's just it. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no such thing as, oh, well, I've, I've tried. I've tried y'all black men and this, that, and the fifth. I'm like, you haven't tried everybody. So stop saying that. And plus, that's not a good thing to be publicly going out there saying you know, to generalize black men as if we are all all the same. You got to understand, we have our issues just like our sisters have their issues, you know. And either way you look at it, we both need some sort of help. To learn how to value ourselves. Period. You know, I just feel like, <clears throat> you, you know, I feel personally what this Caucasian female actually said was a bell ringer. Like, for real, it's a bell ringer. <clears throat> she was actually honest, straightforward. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't, you know, she didn't hold back any punches. And I don't believe, I believe she was being very sincere in her, you know, her whiteness. I, I really and truly do. That shit was unbelievable, man. But, um, <laughs> yo, that shit was wild. It was like a sellout being told by, by his white girl that dating him lowers her status. That's some shit. That is some shit. So now I'm starting to understand why you have some sisters that are growing across that fence. With the perception of stepping up. It's like, oh, your status, oh, you, your status is great. Oh, you dating a Caucasian guy. Oh, girl, you swirling. It's like, that's something to be proud of? It's like, really, is that something to be proud of? Because you swirling. But you bring that dude around your family, your family really side-eyeing you. Your family really looking like, where in the fuck did we go wrong here? Because, uh, you know, and I get it. I've heard, you know, I've heard various conversations about men not uh, having the accolades uh, of a Caucasian male. OK, but first and foremost, you got to realize when someone's exercising their privilege and they get the, you know, they get an extra 10 points. While you're still stuck at zero trying to accumulate one or two points, you know, 
But now I'm starting to now I see why there's a lot of sisters that 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 swirl. They swirl in because they think they think that dating Ken is is a one up. They think they actually came up. But now it's like, really, it's not really a come up. It's not really a come up. It's a downgrade. So if a white, you know, so if a Caucasian guy is involved with is married or in a relationship with a sister, technically, that's a downgrade. That's a downgrade. And I mean, you think for one minute they're going to actually look you in your face and be honest about it? Nah, no, no, they're not. No, they're not, my friend. I couldn't believe that, man. I was just like, <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. I was reading uh, on, a, on a sister of mine's post. She, uh, she stated, I often hear black men claim that white men get jealous when they see them with one of their white women. And that's simply untrue. Same rule applies to black women who feel white women are envious of seeing them with white men. Uh, she further goes on to say, fact of the matter is both black men and women date down when they swirl. They are getting the scraps like whites don't don't want when they date interracially. And not a single soul is envious of the bottom feeders they end up with. Stop thinking proximity to whiteness. Elevate us. It doesn't. Boy, I was like, yo, yo, I, you know, I had to, um, I had to like that. Cause I was like, I was sitting here, I'm listening to the conversation. I'm like, the fuck? Like, really? This shit was like totally, totally <clears throat> un, unfreaking believable. And in a, uh, what is this? <clears throat> what is this? It was another post that, uh, that my sister, Staro, uh, Staromia posted. Y'all have to check her out. She has some very, very interesting and conversation, uh, provoking, uh, posts on her page on Instagram. Uh, her name is spelled S T A R O R O. M I A check her out on, on the, uh, on the ground. <clears throat> so I'm looking at another post that she put up. Um, it was a screenshot, some Caucasian chick named Marsha Dave in, uh, South Sudan <clears throat> said woman or a cow. Cause she's, uh, apparently this woman is in a photograph in front of, uh, standing next to a a melanated brother whose face is halfway blotted out for some reason. And she's standing next to him. Um, and there's some sort of cattle in the background. I don't get that, but let me see. It says, woman or cow, together with the tribe of Mudari, cattle breeders. We lived together for three days. I fell asleep and woke up to moosing cows watched how much love the moondars of their honored beauties how caring 
how caringly rub their skin with ashes so that insects don't bite. How they give how they give the best milk to calves. How they decorate cows with brushes, bells and beads. And do you know what I decided? Being in a tribe is much cooler than. And you know what? <laughs> I was just like, yo, fuck out of here. Let me see. What else? Uh, what else did she continue on saying? Because apparently this was some sort of. Oh, it was the Instagram post. But uh, let's see. She visited the Maasai tribe in Kenya. On your advice, I watched the film about white doormen who married a Maasai, Maasai warrior. This is the real story. The film was made on the book Obsessed. Uh, obsessed? By Hoffman. I've read the book so I analyze movies. The actions and actions of the movies. Heroes blah 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 blah. So this movie is a classic romantic story. Carola. A white girl from Switzerland. Who travels with a white guy. Across Kenya. On the ferry she sees a warrior. From the Maasai. Liminian tribe. And falls in love at first sight. Here we understand that a girl has problems because love at first sight is a characteristic of very immature personalities. One evening they sat together in a cafe and she dumps um, she dumps on how white guy and goes half country to the world's ass to look for for the village where this warrior lives. This just goes to show you some people just don't know how to uh, formulate sentences and paragraphs. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now it's starting to get a little crazy. But, you know, uh, I I just said, you know what, I'm 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 just done. I'm just done with this, you know, with this, uh, this whole thing. Look here. I get it. We have issues. You know, our melanated women have issues. Hell, we got issues ourselves and we need to learn how to work on our issues collectively so that we can have greater value in ourselves. Because as you as you just heard, you just heard it for yourself. This is, you know, this. I ain't even going to call her a sister, but this Caucasian female had the audacity in her most honest and vulnerable state. Tell everyone, hey, you know, as a Caucasian woman dating or being involved with a black guy is not a it's not a badge of honor. Holy shit. Oh, but you know what? It's not it's not a badge of honor. She just said it. So think about it. If it's not a badge of honor for for a Caucasian woman to be dating or uh involved with a you know being involved with uh I'm sorry, I'm just getting some stuff together. 
uh, being involved with a melanated man. What does that tell you, sisters, who are actually out here swirling? I want you to really and truly think about that. Like, seriously. <laughs> God damn it, I say. God damn it, I say. But on uh, on to another topic. A, uh, I get it. Everyone has, um, you know, everyone has heard about Pfizer, a pharmaceutical company that has rolled out this whole uh, cocktail, you know, cocktail shot and whatnot. But I, uh, I want you all to listen to questions that America has for the frontline doctors. And I'm going to play you a snippet of brother Riza on his uh on his Instagram page. So check this out. And of course, you can always inbox me on Instagram under complexionist. Leave your comments on, you know, on this particular topic because I will be reposting this to my page as well. So let's get right into it. So before I go into it, let me just go ahead and read um, what Brother Rizza stated. So he was actually here in Atlanta on the 14th in a uh, in a private summit that was held uh, where Angela Staten King invited members of the black community to hear from America's frontline doctors. And you most definitely can follow them on Instagram, America's Frontline Doctors, with an S on the end, about the newly released heavily experimental vaccines for this pandemic. Um, he was the guest speaker to question the frontline doctors as representatives for the black community. So when I say representative for the black community, that means he's he's talking about everyone. He's talking about everyone, whether you're from up north, out Midwest, whether you're you're heterosexual, lesbian, homosexual, trans. Look, this applies to all of you, regardless. So let me go ahead and play this. Population control. 
say Islam. I'm an independent researcher, author, activist, and member of the Nation of Islam. And this is a topic that I personally have been involved in for about the last six or seven years. The information that we have been getting has startled the black community because everything that we felt was absolutely right exact. Every every feeling you had, every conspiracy theory that people stated was a theory was actually conspiracy documentation. It was absolutely actual facts. So my first question here is is it true, according to the nineteen eighty six National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, is it true that we cannot sue a vaccine manufacturer if that vaccine is harmed and or killed us or it is true? So here's a first question is can't sue a vaccine company if a vaccine harms or kills. So let's hear their answer. Yes. Wow. Wow. Say that again. <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't even talk. I don't know if y'all remember that I'm also an attorney. Okay, that's, that's why I asked. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot sue if you've been injured by a vaccine. If you want to allege a claim, you can go to the vaccine board and you can petition, petition, petition. And perhaps if it's terrible, and if you're very, very persistent after many years, you'll get some money, that tiny subgroup. The point is it's taken out of the court system. Correct. It's taken out of the court system. Okay, so we are then. Yes. That is called the VAERS system that established the vaccine court. Should I say the 1986 National Child Vaccine Injury Act establishment. So through the vaccine court, is it also true that over $4 billion have been paid out to families who have proven that vaccines either injured or harmed or killed their child? Yeah. Yes. Six. Now it's at six billion. Oh, it's right. Okay. Four I, I think it's about four. I think it's about four. Four billion. Four plus four is wrong. Okay. Are we listening? Yes, sir. Okay. Now it's a very specific question before I make a statement here. Polio. We were told that polio vaccine was safe in the 1960s. The CDC admitted that over 90 million people who received the polio vaccine came down with a cancer type of circumstance due to a cancer-causing agent known as SB40, also known as simian vacuolatin 40. We were told that that was safe. We were told that the NMR was safe, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine that Angela was specifying earlier, when Dr. William Thompson, the current senior lead scientist over the Center for Disease Control's Vaccine Division, stated that it is causing or leading black children onto the autism spectrum at the rate of 236% yes. more than Caucasian boys. Yes. Hepatitis B vaccination causes autism or leads them onto the autism spectrum at the rate of 500% more than Caucasian boys. Now, she's nodding her head. Are you watching? Okay. As of right now, Pfizer approved under the emergency use authorization doses of this vaccine, but in 1996, Nigerian directors of Pfizer were using an experimental drug known as Trolan and it killed 11 children and it harmed many others. This is the same vaccine manufacturer, the same pharmaceutical company, Pfizer. Is that correct? To your knowledge. Okay. I feel like we're in court right now. Come on now. Okay. We know that Kismikia Corbin, a young sister who is primarily under Dr. Fauci's lead team for the vaccine. Mm. You understand that it is a black woman that they are using, but is it true that it was a black nurse during the Tuskegee experiment that was used in order to gain the trust of black people? Come Ooh. on now. Yes. So make sure. Hold on. Oh, you heard that. Let's keep it pushing. Not all skin folk are kin folk, and I'm not saying that about our sister. I'm saying they will use one of us to That's get right. one of us. That's right. This is what yeah. they do, and this is how the system works.
directed. I would say under Global 2000, President Jimmy Carter stated that using food as a weapon would be an advantageous directive or strategy to get rid of certain populations. Under the National Security Study Memorandum 200, under Dr. Henry Kissinger, the 32nd Secretary of State, under President Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, stated, quote, depopulation should be the highest priority of U.S. foreign policy towards the third world, end quote. Is that correct? Have you studied the NSSN 200? Okay. Hmm. So far, everything is correct so far, right? And the reason why I'm making sure we get this is because this is beyond diabolical. Come on now. Beyond horrific. Yep. Beyond inhumane. So to have highly credible, well-experienced doctors, medical professionals, legal professionals, to validate this information in front of all of us, I think we should give them a round of applause for having courage Okay, so... As uh, as you all can hear for yourselves, that was just a snippet from uh, from brother Rizla Rizla Islam. Uh, you can always follow him on Instagram as well. Underscore R I Z Z A I S L A M, brother. Well, just Rizla Islam. But uh, you can check out the rest of the 15-minute video for yourself. But, you know, I wanted to, you know, I really wanted to touch on, touch on this topic very, very quickly. You know, I'm, I don't want to waste too much time on that. But uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Like... Look, I know I'm not I'm not part of the nation of Islam. I have a lot of respect and honor for those men and women who conduct themselves with a level of pride and integrity. Uh I really do. So, I'm what I'm going to do, I'm going to play another video um for you all to uh to check out hold on just a moment we're gonna get this going so i really it, it was like there was a apparently a second vaccination on this particular film and it's still on brother uh Riz, Riza islam's page but it was talking about the syringe is empty and it was crazy because the camera, the person that's in control of the camera, zoomed in on this injection. And you could clearly see that anyone, anytime there's something, uh, some sort of a liquid inside of a syringe, for one, you can see it. And for two, you would actually have to, you know, you could tell if something is inside of the syringe. But in this particular video, you couldn't see anything. It was just like the syringe was already, you know, it was already empty. And they created this false sense of it being there. So uh, let me go ahead and play this real quick. It's a very, very important message. That is to 
follow behind it. Empty damn syringe. <laughs> so what the hell we got going on here? So. For the vaccine. Brothers and sisters. Do you believe it's Satan? Satan. Is concerned about vaccinating you about this thing here? Come on, brothers and sisters. You trust him. After all that he's done to destroy us, you trust him. And your trust is sickening because you love your enemy and you hate yourself and your friend. How could you allow him to stick a needle into you saying he's helping you? You like to eat fast food? Fast food is death food. You don't know. I mean, you trust so much your enemy. And you're so fearful of a man that will tell you the truth. Are you scared to death, Negro? So, you know, look, I'm just going to be honest. I don't, I don't know what it is about. I don't, I, I really don't get it. I honestly do not get it. Like, why are we, why are we so trusting of a system of a group of people why are we so guys I, I i'm like why are we so trusting of these types of people that continuously want to bring harm to us continuously go through legal means of bringing harm to us okay like why are we so why are we so trusting like how I, I that shit just doesn't make any sense to me it really doesn't it's like we're we're we are too trusting of our enemy and the sad part about it is they will tell us what they think of us how they feel about us and then suddenly when we give them as a collective base we give them pushback then you notice what they do they turn around recant what they said initially and then apologize they apologize and the sad part about it is a lot of our people just go along with the bullshit. It's like, oh, well, he apologized. It's like, this is the same shit. And yeah, I'm going back to politics because you got too many black Democrats and, and, and their heads are in the dirt instead of looking towards the stars and focusing on the future and looking at people and actions and behaviors and judging them solely based off their actions and behaviors. Because when a person shows you exactly who they are, believe them. Only a fool would turn the other way 
and say, oh, I forgive them only to give them the opportunity to come and stab them in the back again. I don't I don't I don't get it. Either you're stupid or you're just uh, you're just begging for abuse. You're begging. You're just looking forward to this level of abuse. It's like, come on, man. So trusting. So trusting. So trusting. And you know, they really don't trust us. Regardless of, it, it, it doesn't matter what degree you have. It doesn't matter what university you finish school at. It doesn't matter even if you are part of a, a part of a sorority or a fraternity and you've done great things in your community. It doesn't matter. What does matter is how they view you. It is. And then the sad part about it is the same the same thing. This is what I said. History repeats itself. They use the sister during the Tuskegee experiment. They use the sister that goes by the name of Eunice and uh, that briefly popped up in, in that video feed too. But they used the sister. The same government used the sister to create a, a false sense of trust. And it ended up being detrimental to many men and women collectively. So here we are in the year 2020. It's almost it's almost over, right? It's almost over. So here we are in the year of the 2020. Racism still exists. Inequality still exists. Inequality for a black man and black woman still exists. The the prison industrial population is heavily populated with black men. The largest slave plantation ever in the world. There's no other prison industrialized facilities larger than the ones that we have here in North America. That should tell you something. The same, this, the same government corporation that a lot of black Democrats run to begging and pleading a lot of organizations like black lives matter, which it really doesn't matter because that organization is that organization has its own agenda. While the people that are out there supporting Black Lives Matter have they have a false sense of hope for this whole thing. They are out there putting their lives on the line, getting jailed, getting abused and and treated like second third class citizens well I wouldn't even call them citizens they don't even consider us humans they don't they haven't but yet and still here we go we go supporting you know our people run out here they want to put Trump out okay you you got the carrot top out and then you got Biden you got Biden. 
Hell, you got Kamala Harris. You know Kamala Harris really don't give a fuck. Once again, when a person shows you their true colors, and they show you who they are, believe them. Kamala Harris is a snake. That's just bottom line. I don't care how y'all take that shit. Biden, Uncle Pedophile Joe. He showed the world exactly the type of individual he is. And out of almost 50 some years in, in the Senate, you telling me he, he has accomplished so much. Accomplished in the sense of who was actually benefiting. Did we benefit from it? Oh, okay, we didn't. Black America, we did not benefit from it. So my thing is, why are you so trustworthy of this type of snake? Only for this snake to turn around and bite you too. So he go ahead and bite you. Then what? You back at square one. Because you know, after four years, you all, y'all black Democrats are going to be right out there on the forefront trying to look for someone else to be your damn savior. And I hate to say it, some of you who really and truly think or believe that these these types of individuals are supposed to be your savior, then hey, maybe, just maybe, you just deserve to die. And I don't have any empathy for you. Because my thing is, if you keep putting your hands on that stove, you done gotten burnt the first time. You done gotten burnt the second time. And you keep putting your hands on the stove, then it's like, what job is it of mine? Is it for me to come in and grab you and pull you away from that stove only for you to combat against me and then go right back to putting your hands on that stove? I'm just like, hey, go ahead and burn your hand off. Go ahead and burn your hand off. Maybe when you realize that you don't have that hand anymore and you only got one good hand left. Maybe then, maybe then you will understand. I get it. You know, a lot of people have to experience shit. Because no matter how, no matter how intellect, how it doesn't matter how into intellectual you are. It doesn't matter how polite you are. It doesn't matter how compassionate and loving you are towards your own people. You got a good bit of people who are just totally and completely out of the loop and they choose to be stupid. They choose to be naive. Now, I get it. Some people may not feel like what I'm saying is 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 empowering. But my thing is, what's the purpose of empowering you only for you to go back and stick your head right back in the lion's mouth as if you don't have bike marks on your neck already? What's the purpose of me trying to pull you back away from that fire and you keep fighting me and you keep jumping your ass in that fire wondering why you keep getting these third degree, these first and second, third degree burns all over your body. I'm just like, what? You must want to sink and die. You know? You must. You must. I mean, we live in a society where if you say or even attack a, a transsexual male or a transsexual female, uh, a lesbian, a homosexual, if you say the wrong thing, you get, you get penalized. You get penalized. 
You really and truly do. You get penalized. Like, seriously. If you're not careful, you you will most definitely be in jail and they will be slapping hate crimes on you left and right. Boy, I'm, you know, I'm not just running off at the mouth. I'm telling a lot of facts here. Folks don't want to hear it. But I get it. I get it now. You're going to have a whole lot of people who are going to perish for the lack of knowledge. And it's not lacking in a sense of, oh, this this bit of insight and wisdom is being hidden from you. No, that information is like right out there, dead square in your face. The only issue is our people just don't, you know, a good bit of our people just don't want to apply themselves. You know, they don't want to apply themselves. They are so trusting, and you know, and this, that, and the fifth. And here we are, 2020. I think this is this has to be the worst year ever. But we're so trusting. You know, we're trusting about individuals who are using the sister to say, well, she created the vaccine. I was like, okay. You're saying she created the vaccine a black a melanated woman created the vaccine right all right cool so you jump out here and you say that a black woman created the vaccine and also what you all don't understand is it's really a trap it's really a setup for failure because you know if this particular vaccine actually starts showing uh actually start showing uh adding numbers to the death list you know who they're going to go after they're going to go after her they're going to tarnish her name her reputation nine times out of ten her personal information will somehow magically get out publicly and then before you know it she'll end up dead somewhere but then they'll turn around and just be like well we're we're going to save the world you know we're going to save the world and then all of a sudden you stop hearing about this pandemic because you know it, it it always happens something else tends to pop up and it's just like boom there it is. But, hey, man, look. I, I get it. A lot of people don't want to hear it. And, you, you know, that is the sad part about it. Is when you have people around you. And they still don't. They don't want to listen to you. This is the funny part. Your own people don't want to listen to you, but they'll turn around and listen. They'll listen to the Caucasians. They'll listen to them. Take their word. Won't do any sort of research whatsoever. Shit, in most cases, they won't do any research on the information that you're sharing with people that look just like you. 
When you start talking about, hey, melanated people need to get out here and take better care of their of their health. Melanated people need to be out here exercising. These gyms should be jam packed right now. People should, you know, and if you're afraid, you should be at home exercising. All I hear from people are, all I keep hearing from people is excuses after excuses after excuses. But they don't make any excuses for going out here buying all of these, all of this processed food. Putting genetically modified foods in their body. It's like when you start talking about that to them, it's like you're talking Greek all of a sudden. Because they're just like, oh, I don't, don't want to hear it. But then wondering why their loved ones have suffered a stroke, diabetes, high blood pressure, stage three cancer. And they're asking the question, what, what happened? What happened is you didn't take your body. You didn't take care of your body. Just just like when you go out and you buy a brand new car. You have simple instructions telling you, hey, what type of gas to put in here? What type of oil and uh, what type of fluids that actually supposed to go in the vehicle? You know what? You got some folks, they will follow those instructions to a T. They will take care of their automobile better than they will take care of their body. Now, that's a goddamn shame. That just goes to show you where people's priorities are. Your car will end up outlasting your black ass because you don't want to do the right thing for yourself. If your engine light comes on, folks lose their mind. They got to take their vehicle right to a mechanic or they they have to find out what the issue is. But your body gives off the same indicators when something is not right. Your body gives off indicators when you consume some sort of dairy. When your stomach starts churning and you got gas and you're bloated and, and, you, and you got the bubble guts and now you're running. And everything. That is your body signaling, signaling, giving a signal to your brain that, yo, what you just put in here is not. No, it doesn't work. It's not healthy. And just because individuals are out here saying, well, my blood type is this and, and my blood type is that and did, 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 yaggedy, 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 smaggedy. I'm just like, whatever. That's just a bullshit excuse for you to sit up there and continue to feed your body exactly what you want to feed. Just excuses. I'm just being honest. And I get it. Some people don't like honesty. They just like bullshit. So. As you know, as always, man, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I uh, I want to say thank you. Thank you all for, you know, tuning in, listening in on the podcast. But again, make sure you follow me. Uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Complexionist. And in the meantime, in between time, I will get with you all later. Remember. Protect your peace, your joy and happiness belongs entirely up to you. It belongs entirely to you. It is your choice to give away your joy and happiness to undesirable individuals. So what do you plan on doing with it? It's part of your sanity.
You gotta hang on to it, right? Bet. So, uh, I will talk with you all soon. And thanks, thanks again for tuning in to the Artist of Truth podcast. Let go. Let, let me get a light on. Yeah. Hey, Timbo. You come because it's Snoop Dogg, good? Yeah. I told you we got to get Gorilla on this one right here, man. Take a bit of Zoom. To the L.A. Zoom. Take these niggas to the L.A. Zoom. Kill, <laughs> nigga. About to get ape shit crazy. Shit is one time I dig this. Uh. I need a light. Let me step up in this motherfucker till I get it right. Get it right, dog. I need a light, let me lean, make it break, everything is dynamite, tryna bust a bitch, tryna feel like a pimp wood, it's Snoop Eagle, double G, I'm in your neighborhood, I make it crack, I like, do it just like that, take a sip of this, nigga, have a puff of that, you had enough of that, yeah, give it right back, now lay your head back and roll in the Cadillac, how we do what we do, what it is, where it's going, damn. And the motherfuckers flip it, rip it, get specific and dip it, and then they trip it, cause you know we like to pop it, cause you're talking so different. Fix your focus and ride, I want the bangers to bang, or get hypey with my niggas up north by the bank. Tryna twist in my whip, I got the big body beans, cause I'm blowing with my nephew, man, we smoking again. Turn your music down low, make your shit too loud. What the fuck you talking about? I put my gun in your mouth, your mouth, mouth. Niggas better get it right, let me get a light, niggas let me get a light. Get it right, dog. Yeah, better get it right, nigga. Let me get a light, homie. Let me get a light. Hip hop, I ball like a split in. I'm all like I've been in. I'm trying to put my bid in. Rip riding, trying to keep it all hit in. Slide to the left and let your G homie get in. Blocks of Velveeta, yep, I'm off the meter. Ride by and see you with my hands on the heater. Wanna be like the O, but you act like a hoe. Got a lot of Patron, what a shot of the mo. <laughs>